You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. This is the Gunny, and you are on the Patriot Cause. Got a very special week going on here on the Patriot Cause. I'm actually in contact and working with some great leaders in our country. And when I say leaders, they're not politicians. You know, they're not NFL owners of teams. These are patriots like you, but they're leaders in the great organization called the Convention of States. And my special guest today, her name is Erica Hatfield, and she has been with the Convention of States since March of 2016. So she's uh, seasoned, as a lot of us want to say. And this lady is a fireball in Texas and knows what's going on. And she is just continually to grow that team in Texas and do the things that we need to do. Without further ado, here is Erica Hatfield, co-director, state director for Texas. Welcome, Erica. Thank you, bud. That was a nice introduction. Awesome. So we all have a story, all of us that have come into COS, um, myself included, a lot of people are skeptical. So it took me some time to really kind of do the research, especially being, you know, retired military going, I don't want to go somewhere where, you know, the mission and, you know, the purpose of what the organization is actually against the constitution or against, you know, the freedoms of what we have. Well, I eventually realized that Convention of States is that the Constitution is our guide to helping us to bring our country back. So can you give us uh, your synopsis on how you started, why you came in, what was in your heart to bring you into the Convention of States? Sure. Um, so I was driving through Arkansas, going to a friend's house from Texas, and uh, we were actually, my husband and I were gonna meet with her husband. And so when we, we arrived at their house and we were talking and having a good time, and then she was telling us about this thing called Convention of States. And I, you know, I was like, what is that? And so she gave me a little bit of an overview and I just jotted it down in my cell phone for later to look it up. And uh, when, a, I don't know, maybe a week later, I looked it up and did some research and my personality is I'm an analyst by trade, mm -hmm. a data analyst. So I'm analyzing everything. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, so it took me, you know, it took me a while. I analyzed what, what, a, what this all is and it intrigued me. And so I signed the petition and then I signed up to become a state information analyst. That's what she was. Uh, she was telling me about how the systems were, were changing and being updated by technology. And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. I can help out there. You know, I can help out behind the scenes. And so um, I signed up and then I started <clears throat> working for a large corporate. Well, I've always worked for large corporations, but it was a new it was a new mm -hmm. job. And uh, it, 
in my new position, I had time, <laughs> to be honest. I was awesome. doing my job, I guess, really well that I had some extra time and I thought, okay, I can do some database cleanup because that's the first thing that that COS asks you to help with if you're in, a, in the technology side is helping right. clean the database. So that's what I did. And from there, it just, you know, I got to know the teams. I started going to some events, started meeting the people. Um, the, the people, when you start to meet them, they are so like-minded. They, it's just amazing and it's exciting when you get to sit with them and, and you, you feel like, oh my goodness, there's other people out there like myself. And right. so, yeah, that just, I, it just started to stick and stick and stick. <laughs> and then I started to work with the state director. Um, he was needing some help. He had run for office for city council member. And uh, I was asked to help him do some project management things. And so I started working with him and I, I had that insight of, of the state. I started to, be, I had to start talking to all the regional captains, all the district captains, interviewing them, asking them questions because I had a project that I needed to get done. And so all of a sudden, here I am, I know everybody. Um, and, and I'm helping doing things on a state level. And so um, that particular state director stepped down because he got really, really busy. And for six months, uh, we did not have a state director and I was asked to step into the role of a grassroots coordinator and started um, bringing people on board. Uh, we have a, on our website, you can go to take action and people will apply for volunteer positions. And so I was the one on the, on the back end calling them up and saying, thank you for applying. And, you know, what brought you to the, the convention of states? And then I would listen to what they what they told me, and then I would put them into the positions that I felt was best for them. It's not always what they apply for, but, but anyways, um, as a grassroots coordinator, I helped fill those positions. And then, you know, um, I was waiting for a state director, somebody else to step up because I didn't think it was going to be me. I thought I didn't have the experience necessary, but when no one stepped up, I was just like, okay, I guess I'll do it. I'm doing it anyway. So. Doing it anyways. Yes, absolutely. So. <laughs> and, um, and so I asked um, Al Torres to step in the role with me because Texas is a huge state. Oh, yeah. And so Al is my co-partner in crime when it comes to convention of states. And so um, he is in the Houston area and I'm in the Dallas area. So it's a perfect fit. So you're, you're talking about Texas and how big it is. Uh -huh. And I, I personally don't know off the top of my head what the quote population is, but obviously it's probably in the maybe tens of millions. You know, it's, it's up there pretty high. But how many people, how many supporters are part of COS in that big state that you and Al have to, to continuously uh, work with? We have 200 and, over 277 supporters in Texas. Uh, that's like the leader, Pete, that's your leaders, right? Like your, your roles and stuff. I'm no, about like our, no, the supporters are, uh, just our, our total database is 277,000. Um, gotcha. from a volunteer standpoint, we, we are now over 4,000. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, that gives an example for, for instance, I'm here in Alabama and we have 46,000. <laughs> so just gives you a, you know, a little bit of a difference between 
the the huge job that that Erica and Al have being the state directors in Texas. So well, it's what? not only it's not only the population from a size mm -hmm. perspective; it's also travel distance. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, from um, so Austin is kind of in the middle of the state, and that's our capital, of course. But if you if you drive from Austin to El Paso, it's over a ten hour drive. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. So. I remember going across Texas from basically from El Paso all the way through Houston. Beaumont and then get into Louisiana. And it took me 13 hours to make that drive on Interstate 10. And I was just like, it's like going through its own country. It's just so big. So, exactly. but that's awesome. So as a state director, obviously you have to have something in you that keeps you there because it's not easy sometimes being the state director, especially of a large organization volunteer organization because we're all you know you're all volunteers and you know people got to be able to do the time and and you know be able to help us so what do you feel in you that keeps you there what drives you is it is it the people is it cos mission is it a combination of everything what drives erica in convention well, stage? It, is, it is a um uh a part of my being to volunteer anyway. Um, I grew up as a girl, you know, as a hardcore Girl Scout. Um, it, the organization is not what it used to be, but I was a hardcore Girl Scout up until um, I would, I would, I, I even led my daughter's Girl Scout team. So I was a Girl Scout from, you know, grade school all the way through high school. And then I became a camp counselor after I was at 18, you know, I, so volunteer has being a volunteer has always been in my blood, um, leading, I, you know, I, I prefer not to lead. <laughs> I prefer to let other people do that. And so I, when I end up in leadership positions, it's because nobody else will step up. But um, I, I just, you know, Liberty, Liberty is basically, you know, if you want to put it into one word, uh, I, I've seen it for a long time coming and didn't know what to do. And when I started just volunteering, I started hearing things that I could actually do to help advance awesome. Liberty. So that's, that's my one word answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Liberty, freedom, you know, the ability to be the God-given rights Americans that, that we're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, that's being taken away from us every single day. And in my personal opinion, again, I've been with COS one month after it started is when I joined in 2013. And I have just seen tr this tremendous, massive takeover of power just, just since the beginning of COS. And there's so many other organizations out there that just don't understand that the correction is by the states. The federal government is never going to correct themselves and, and do what is necessary to, you know, to make things back, you know, right, you know, stop spending all this money and, Absolutely. and, you know, quit making career politicians that, that go in and in, you know, six, eight years, they come out and they're multimillionaires just because they were a politician. You know, it's just absolutely insane. So, and of course, we definitely, and like-minded, I know for a fact, you know, people talk about civil war and, you know, all that, what I call unrest that does never need to happen in this country. That is not how we fix what's going on. We got to continue to keep level-headed and grow 
the grassroots organization. So when you're looking for leaders to stand up, right, what, what are the things that, that the people coming in uh, and they want to volunteer and they want to do something, how do we recognize and, and quote vet individuals to be able to come in the organization that have what we have, you know, it's in our heart and our mind. What is that process you guys do in Texas? Uh, well, as an analyst, right, I am a questioner. I question a lot, but that's my mode, mode of operandi is, is asking questions. And so when I'm talking to a, you know, new applicant, I'm going to ask them what that exact same question, what drives you? What, what is it that made you sign that petition? And then I get all different kinds of answers. It, it could be the elections were stolen. It could be, you know, vaccine mandates. It could, it, it, it's a, or school boards. I mean, it, the answers are vary. And so I, uh, my mission is to ensure that they can live out that passion and, and feel like they're helping in that particular area. So we have just started actually some coalition. So I don't know if you want to go into that right now, but um, it's, it's a matter of just plugging in our volunteers yeah. into a, a role that lets, lets them live out and, and make them feel like they're fixing what they're upset about and that that's what drives them to, to awesome. stay, you know. Okay, we're going to take a break here shortly, but before we do, got one more question for you. Convention of States is not just a website, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that. It's not just this big website and go and donate money and, you know, and you're done. It's an actual grassroots movement. It's people coming together. It's, I call it, believe it or not, I call it a constitution church. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a church. It's people coming together like a church, like members, church members. They, they, you know, love each other and they do things together. And, and, you know, now, which means we put on events, we do, you know, different events. So two things, how can a person go to convention the States and find specific events that are, that are going in, in, in Texas that are, you know, hosting convention of States, how can they be, involved or like you said take action and say hey i want to be able to go and and help cos do events i'm a event coordinator for a company or whatever so how do they get involved in you know knowing about the events in texas the the events in texas are shared in several places number one is to sign the petition if you haven't mm -hmm. signed the petition yet sign the petition that way that way you're on our email list and so then uh, you will get local invitations to our events. Uh, if you are then a volunteer, if you sign up and apply for a volunteer position, you are part of our uh, communications uh, tool called Slack. And there we post, our, we post all kinds of events uh, that we don't always share with um, the outside world. So um, we've got like state strategy meetings and uh, district strategy meetings. So those are shared internally. And then Facebook, we've got, you know, social media, people are sharing posters of their events. And so it kind of spreads that way. We don't have a events page per se on our website. So, um, but I'm looking to you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working because we don't want to do it 
halfway. We got to do this full national. So yes, from the IT side, we're working on it. And you also remember, you have a blog. There's every state has a blog, so you can go to the COS webpage. And of course, if you have an account or you signed a petition, you can click the blog and you can see all the things that are happening in, in Texas and, and become more involved. So, well, Erica, we're going to take a break, be right back. And when we come back, we're going to continue about you and the future of Texas. Where do you see you guys going? What can we do as supporters? that are already in convincing the states to help with the mission of Texas and, and become more involved. So we'll be right back. A hero is born when they act in the best interests of others over self. A group is calling for action to take back power from Washington, D.C. We have very little time left financially. Politicians, once they get in, they don't ever want to leave. Washington will never reform itself. Virtually every sphere of our life these days is affected by government. We now live under the consent of the appointed, not the consent of the governed. They know that the country's a mess, but they don't know what to do about it. Founding fathers did give we the people the power to do something. So we're doing it. And that's through Article 5 of our Constitution. The framers expected us to do that at, at a time such as this. And it's exciting. Like our founders, be a part of a movement that it's emotional. It's really a joy to see the people finally waking up. So we're in this together. I am for COS. I want Texas to join other states in calling for a convention of states authorized in the Constitution to propose amendments to fix America. Federal fiscal restraints, checks on the power of the federal government, and enacting term limits. This is not Republican or Democrat. It's not liberal, conservative. This is about the people of America having the power to make the decisions and bringing that back from the federal government. Watch people light up and realize that they do have a voice. You know, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, nothing can stop a man in the right that just keeps on coming. My voice counts. I did serve my country proudly, and it's, it's time to, to serve it again. We, the people, have to take the lead to restore the rule of law. And this is what we need to do. This is how we can accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished. And put teeth into the Tenth Amendment. If now is not the time to run to our principles enshrined in the Constitution, I don't know when that time is. Time is right now. We need to do this right now. We have a mission and a purpose. To rebalance federalism within our national government. It is time we look to our founding fathers and solve the problems of today to benefit my generation and the generation of tomorrow. It's time we call a convention of states and protect America for years to come. We've got a country to save. I am looking for all of you to do the right thing, the honorable thing. Let's do it here in Texas. Vote for liberty. Congratulations, Senator. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, members. Congratulations, and thank you for all the incredible hard work you've done. We've grown to over 100,000, and we're continuing to grow. The fight doesn't stop. We have to get to 34 states, and we have to help the other states get across the finish line. And help us make history.
petition at cosaction.com and get as many of your friends and family to do the same. With your full address, your state legislators will know that you really are their constituents in their district. Our success depends on you. So we're inviting you to be part of history. Let's invoke the constitutional solution that's as big as the problem. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Got a very special guest from Texas, that big, gigantic, humongous chunk of land in the middle of America. And her name is Erica Hatfield, and she's the state director, co-state director with Al in Texas. And this state was just an amazing struggle in the beginning. And we would think that back in 2013, 14, that Texas would have jumped on and, and did it. But it was a struggle trying to get uh, to finally get it passed. But when it did, it passed big time. So now that we got Convention of States passed, we got legislators that support it. How do you, as a state director, continue to work with the supporters, work with your leaders to stay in contact with the legislators and to do what it takes to ensure that that Article 5 resolution that was signed by Texas stays there and doesn't get attacked by other organizations that want to rescind it. Right. So the first thing that most people ask us is, isn't Texas a past state? Mm -hmm. And they don't understand what they, they don't understand what our uh, mission is. Our goal is to get to a convention, as everybody knows. But our mission is to grow the largest grassroots army of self-governing citizens. So um, what then needs to be also said is one day we're going to get to a convention. Amendments are going to be proposed. Then they have to come back to the states and be ratified. And so when they are um, coming back to the states, we need to have a large grassroots army in place, educated and engaged in order to push them through our state legislature because that's where that's what ratification means basically they have to go through the house and senate signed off by the governor and then the amendment is then for texas then we're in for that particular amendment we have to wait for the other states the 38 states to also ratify but um but that's how that's what the process is and so it's explaining that to people constantly delivering that message so that they understand oh my gosh that makes a lot of sense I need to get involved. And it's very important to know who is rising up because 38 states to ratify an amendment, that's going to take a long time, I think, you know? Absolutely. And so we have to constantly be updating our legislators and anybody rising up from the bottom into these positions. So I always tell the story of the... Um, the two cities, the story of the two cities. So I live in a, in a county called Rockwall County, um, Rockwall, and I live in a city called Heath. And Heath, there was a city council member who became mayor pro tem, who became mayor, then became congressman, and then was head of DNI. Mm. And his name is John Ratcliffe. So a lot of people know who John Ratcliffe is. We have another city in our, in our county called Fate. And Fate has a mayor who, uh, or actually he was a city council member, uh, mayor pro tem, then became mayor. 
And a lot of people know this year we had legis or this last year we had legislative session and election integrity in Texas was a huge national topic because we had a bunch of Democrats that took their Miller lights onto the airplane and flew to DC and escaped, right? So <laughs> that is national news. And so, um, election integrity is uh, a big was a big deal this last year and he that mayor went down to the capitol to um testify against it and everybody thinks this mayor is a you know is a conservative and uh, is constitutional but when we looked at his you know where, where he testified we, we looked at the the list of people who testified yay or nay uh, he signed up under the organization called Stand Up Republic, which and he is the state director of Stand Up Republic, and th that's you know <laughs> that's a leftist organization, and so yeah. you know we have to know who is rising up because if he rises any further, how are we going to get these amendments passed? Right. So getting local is our theme for this year. Oh, that's awesome, and and one thing that. I think is is tremendously important and i've been saying this since i realized this from the beginning of of when i joined convention of states convention of states is not what people want to say a political organization we're not it's we're actually the exact opposite we are freedom loving people that believe in the constitution so it, it doesn't matter your political views it doesn't we have people across the spectrum that are in convention of states. The difference between a real constitutional COS person and a far right or a far left is the majority of these people are in their political streams. And they, they don't want to do any kind of, you know, talking about anything outside of what they think the world should be. That is not what COS is. Just like you're saying, our mission is to stand up freedom-loving grassroots people in America so that we can bring our country back to the, the founding fathers originally understanding that the people have the power to change it. It doesn't matter what your political side is, but if you don't want freedom, if you want big government, which on both sides, you know, of the political spectrum, that's their, that's their mindset. That's what we're attacking. We're actually attacking big government. Doesn't matter what political wise is. We want our power back and we want us to control our lives and not have to worry about, well, big government saying I have to get vaccinated. No, I don't. You know, big government says I can't open my business unless everybody's got a mask. No, I don't. It's, you know, it's, it's that simple. And that's what we believe in. We believe in our freedoms and what we want to do. If you want to get a vaccination, that's your, that's your choice. We're not saying don't do it. We're just saying you ain't going to make me do it. So this is what I'm trying. I constantly try to get out to people that don't know about convention of states. Here's the best way to say it real quick. And, and, and let's give, give it back over to you is this. It's about you and your rights. That's it. It's, that's how simple it is. It's about, do you want to live free in America or do you want big government to control you? That's how simple this is. Right, and I, uh, when I started with the Convention of States, 
you know, you hear the words, we the people, but it really doesn't make sense until you step into an organization like Convention of States. It, because you think I'm an individual, what can I do? And you then all of a sudden realize, wow, there's a lot of people that I can work with. So understanding that we the people, we're the employers and the elected officials are the employees and we need to treat them like employers. We need, and, but there's so many elected officials, like how do we do that? So we, we have oversight committees or we have groups of people that say, okay, we're gonna take turns going to the city council meetings or we're gonna take turns going to the um, uh, county commissioner meetings. We're gonna mm -hmm. take turns going to the school board meetings and get to know who's running for these positions, get to know them. How are they voting? Understanding what does the budget look like? How can we start creating committees to even maybe eliminate property taxes, right? We could do that. There's a city in Stafford, Texas that has completely eliminated property taxes. So we need mm -hmm. to figure that out. We own the, the processes. We are right. the employers. And, and so we just need to get together and figure it out together. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I'm really enjoying um, uh, getting to know more and more about our government. I do not know everything. Uh, and I, and I love sharing what I learn. I'm only a step ahead of somebody else. Somebody else is a step ahead of me and we're just holding hands and, and, and taking it on together. So. So the legislators of, of all the states are voted in by the people. So their constituents as their, as the political world world calls them right but like you're saying i think it's their employers right yeah. <laughs> that actually employ those well these people have to see not only through hearing but also you know through the eyes on paper data whatever it is before they really get convinced and we have to do that through massive support so how how is your Pro, you're, I, I don't. I don't think Texas is in session this year. I'm not positive. No, I think it's next year. year, right? Every other year so, for 140 days. Right. So, what is the process that we do when you get ready to go into the next session? Right. Obviously, I mean, we get involved with getting out to vote, having people vote. What other things that that uh, our supporters are doing to help Texas to stay, you know, and grow but mainly to, to continue to educate the legislators and to keep them, especially the new ones coming up, you know, informed about COS. How right. does that work? So right now we are in election season. March 1st is gonna be our primary. And so right now we're in the interview process. Employers interview their employees. And so that's what we're doing. We're, we're interviewing. And a lot of people think that uh, candidates are untouchable or they're too far away. No, they're just like you and me. They're very much like you and me. And they have a phone number and it's easy to call them and say, hey, I wanna meet you for coffee, let's talk and answer the questions that we have. There's a lot of scorecards out there. Various organizations create scorecards. So we talk about those scorecards. How do you feel about how this organization rated you? And then um, after they get hired or you know, through, we get through the primary. The next step is the what we call the convention process. So every party in Texas has a convention process, and the parties 
this convention process, the purpose of it is to create the, I'm going to call it the employee handbook, but they call it their platform. So basically, it's a list of things that they stand for that they want their legislators to bring forth in their in their session in their legislative session and a lot of them don't even read the platform so it's a, it's really important to share with we the people that um, are still learning that this platform print it out and and share it with them or read it first and find out what it is that's on this platform that you agree with that you really find your priorities within that platform so i think you know texas uh, has over 200 what they call planks. These are items on the platform and share that, find your top priorities and share that with your, with your candidate and say, what, what do you feel about those? Mm. How do you feel about those? And, um, and so that's a part of that interview process and using that platform to also measure their performance when they are in legislative session and have a mid-year review, like you're the employer. You're having an interview, you're setting goals with them, you're having a mid-year review, an end-of-year review. <laughs> and um, so we need to be, like I said, again, become the employers that they have not had, right? When the sure. when the boss is away, the people play. will play. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is a great example of grassroots organization. This is America standing up. I love this because I, I, I'm assuming, unless you just live under a rock, it is shifting. Yes, I'm telling you, the, the people in this country is going enough is enough. And thanks to awesome people like Erica and, and Al is the state, you know, the co-state directors together and all of their leaders and all of their support. I, we can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. Bend in your shoes and, and from the national level that, that I'm part of. I love supporting you guys. I love doing what it takes. Any, anything that I can do that we can do to make your job easier, but more than anything, help you to bring in supporters and grow that grassroots and continue what you're doing. We're learn I know it sounds funny sometimes, but the national team is actually learning every day from you guys. It's a ground up organization. Mark Meckler says it all the time, and I believe him. I absolutely believe this man. I've seen a lot of stuff come through and kind of want convincing the states to approve it or do it. And Mark would go back and go, you guys figure it out. Yeah. Well, we really, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, we really appreciate the national team because we do constantly need the national team support. Um, you know, for example, when we wanted to support the last year, when we were in legislative session, we wanted to support election integrity as mm -hmm. our bill, right? We're a past state. So, you know, we, we're, we are what I call in spring training. So we are wait, mm -hmm. you know, we are practicing how to push uh, bills through. And so we had to create a plan and submit that to national and have our legal team review it. Is this what we really want to support? Is the verbiage the right verbiage? And so we have that legal team behind us. We have uh, our technology team behind us. If we, you know, we need to get out the message. We have uh, um, our regional directors who are always supporting us. They're the ones who relay messages back and forth. They know who on the team that we need to contact, the comms team. 
communications to help us with all kinds of things like graphics and content. And um, so we really do appreciate the national team and that support that we always get. Yep. And the neat part is, especially once I did come in uh, as part of the staff, the national staff, I realized just how much we all work together. A lot of times, and I know, like I said, I've been in your shoes. I get, I, I used to get frustrated a lot as a state director going, I don't understand why they don't understand me or, you know, those kind of things. But it's, you know, it's like, it's like Texas. There's a lot of distance. It's not like the national team could just come driving to Texas and, you know, go into a meeting room with you and start meeting about everything. Hey, self-governance, grassroots, and that's what you guys are doing. So any final words to your great leaders and supporters in Texas? If you have not yet joined as a volunteer, we need you. We cannot have enough volunteers. And so sign, uh, first of all, if you haven't signed the petition, sign the petition. Next step is to go to conventionofstates.com, take action, click that take action uh, button and fill out the application, find a role that you think fits you, and then somebody will give you a call. So we're excited to have you on our team. Oh, absolutely. And we have people from all courses of life. I mean, across the board. We actually have, and I, I'm glad I can say this because this is finally true. We actually have a rocket scientist that works for National. I'm, I'm not joking. He was a rocket scientist and he's part, he's not national team, like on the national, he's a volunteer, but he's helping us with our databases and stuff like that. So it's awesome. Everybody, it doesn't matter who you are. We, we welcome you. We want you to be part of Convention of States. Absolutely. Erica, this was a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ben. We're, we, we continue to pray at national level every day for, for God's guidance to this country and for people to understand that the country is not going to fix itself. The people are the only hope to be able to fix our country so that we can be the free people that God gave us in the beginning. So have a wonderful weekend and tell everyone in Texas that you're big, you're huge, That's but right. COS is bigger. <laughs> it is huge. So if you're thinking, well, you know, I'm Texas. Well, you come to COS, you're going to, you're going to be in a big, big family because right. we got, we're pushing 5 million supporters, five. We're the largest grassroots organization in America. Hands down. Nobody even comes close. Not even, you know, these big organizations that you would think, you know, UNICEF and, you know, cancer societies and so forth. Not even close to us. So thanks again. Have a wonderful weekend. And we will be seeing you later. Thank you.